0: Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTNB Sports. Out of adversity and trauma. Challenges and hardship. From the streets of Kansas City. A shoe company was born birthed from the desire to serve others and provide high quality cleats and sneakers at an affordable price we present to you ozell brand it's not just a brand it's a lifestyle order now at ozellbrand.com
1: And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, in the opposite corner. My mano y e mano, my I'm perfect Lauren partner, the butcher, the baker, the word maker. None other than iron, wilderness, Ruff.
2: I'm not going to take your slander on food, okay? I'm with you. My low vibrational plates are ready to be eaten. And I'm I'm here for a fight this week, bro. I'm I'm not even concerned about that. You know? But I'm gonna give you the your intro. My low
1: vibrational plate.
2: My low vibrational okay, plate. So I'm gonna have to find be, out about that after. You me. got to be on social media more voice. You know what I'm saying? I work at social media. This is what I do, sir. But I'm gonna give you your intro though. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the man, the myth, the legend, the flubberer himself. The flubberer himself, the man with the shiny no hat on. The voice, the voice, how you feeling?
1: sir? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, uh, just like uh, in, in order to, to light the fire, God, we don't need no matches, I don't need no hats. I, I see no that, hats. but
2: see, you but you but you slanted me pre show, sure, but we're not even gonna discuss that. We got some great things to talk about today, uh, some great things to get into, of course, combat sports as usual. But let's first get into KOs and low blows. Uh, voice, looks like we're getting one of the fights that we've been asking for. Devontae Tank Davids, Ryan Garcia, it's finally happening in 2023. Now, if you didn't get a chance to see it, Ryan mm-hmm. Garcia is actually with... Uh, well,
1: it, 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 I think if he wins uh, his fight against uh, Hector, if uh, Tank does, then it'll be happening.
2: I feel like it's going to happen no matter what. It has to at this point. I don't really think he's going to lose with Hector, but we'll see what happens. But Ryan Garcia was recently with... Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson decided to call Tank Davis uh, on the line and it was not pretty. Now with that fight planning to be made in 2023, is there any possibility that we're finally going to get Spence Crawford in 2023? We also know what happened with that, but I want to get your thoughts on that.
1: Um, I would hope so and honestly as much as the fight has been bandied about, many pundits have said that that wasn't going to happen until 2023 anyway how salty um, the promoters are regarding what Bud did is really going to determine whether or not the fight happens uh, it took him forever but they did give him everything that he wanted on the him to go a different way so are they going to play harder ball this time I don't know And honestly, uh, you know, Bud keeps saying, I don't need this fight for my legacy. I don't need this fight for my legacy. And his actions are showing he feels like he doesn't need this fight for his legacy. We as the boxing public believe differently uh, for both his legacy as well as Spence's. And he was on, uh, Bud was on uh, the MMA Hour recently. And he talked about how he believes that Spence wants the fight. It's just that uh, the business of boxing is getting in the way of the fight taking place. So hopefully uh, they can get their business together and we can see the fight. And it's not like many years down the road and and past prime, i.e. Mayweather Pacquiao. So that's what we don't want to happen. But we are treading very close to that territory.
2: Well, I mean... Definitely is going to be looking forward, looking forward to seeing if that if it happens. There's so many fights that I want to see in 2023, but those are literally for me the two biggest, only because there's been so much back and forth between them, all four of them, that it's it's literally time to make it happen. Now, after last week's win by mine I have to ask you: Is Khabib currently the best coach? In MMA. I mean, he's been, they, the, the team has been on a tear lately. They got a great record. They're coming off an incredible win. It could be literally the best coach right now in MMA.
1: I don't know that I can say he's the best coach in MMA, but what I can say is that he hands down is coach of the year. When, uh, i was gonna call him israel and that is not his name <laughs> islam <laughs> when islam went to face uh charles Oliveira, people were like okay th- this is really going to show something because islam like habib really hadn't fought anybody until he fought for the title. wasn't his fault he was matched up just like habib was was matched up with people but for one reason or another, those fights fell out. Same thing on both ends. You know, they were matched up, just couldn't get it done. But he's the champ now, and he looked
2: really, really
1: good against Charles Oliveira. Like Habib, did, like uh, like he's not gonna lose. Good. I would like to see eventually uh, the rematch with the person that did beat him, because he he beat him in the UFC. Uh, so uh, that would be very interesting as time goes on Uh, but with that win he can be really stamped himself as okay yeah I'm I'm that dude and then you turn around and Usman really do the same thing Patrikhi was saying the same things as everybody else was saying about Islam before he won he hasn't fought anybody well he fought somebody beat the snot out of him just like Islam so you can't say that anymore not only have they fought somebody but they are also the reigning champions Uh, and they've got other killers in their camp as well so is he the best overall I I don't know I really don't know because really everyone that he's coaching Mm -hmm. he inherited from his father this is really still father's plan that's taking place he's just carrying it on so when we see like him take someone who's not from Dagestan oh, and train them and coach them up and make them winners, then I, I can say, yeah, we, we can we can call him the best coach out there and until he does that. I can't say that I can't say he's coach of the year and he's so boss as a coach and really following father's plan. He wasn't even at Usman's fight yeah uh 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 Javier was the the main person in the in the corner just like Javier was the main person in his corner even though his dad was the one that laid out the whole game plan so he's definitely following uh father's plan we we need to see him again take someone who uh doesn't have father's fingerprints when that happens then uh then we can definitely crown him as the best.
2: I mean, that's a pretty good assessment, but at the same time, isn't it kind of almost the same thing? If, if father teaches son the same thing and his son takes in the same game plan, wouldn't it basically be, you know, the, the, the same thing that's happening? I don't see a change. Though.
1: Well, I mean, again, though, this is the game plan that his father put in place. Mm. He's just continuing to run it. Uh, most of the heavy lifting was already done. So I want to see him implement something on his own.
2: Okay, that's a fair assessment. Well, currently, the team is 142-11 and 3, Um, and after literally, they're currently closing out a great 2022, so it'll be interesting to see how 2023 plays out with them uh, with those wins. Um, When we come back, we have some great fight to talk about uh, kayla harrison versus La- uh, larissa pacheco uh, jose sebata versus regis great Proger- progray Proger- Proger- oh,
1: great, there you go third Proger- time's a charm
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also uh dillian white versus Demain franklin all and fights we got some great things to get into let's go ahead and take a quick break with a, uh, a message from our sponsor Ozell, and we'll be right back
0: it's not just about the love of the game It's about dedication and commitment through the process and the patience to endure. There's joy in reaching your goals and peace in knowing you've done all you're supposed to do. OZELL Brand. It's not just a brand. It's a lifestyle.
2: And welcome back. Boys, we got some great, great bouts to get into. Not too busy this weekend. of course, you know everybody's preparing for uh, the low vibrational place that good dry turkey uh, and, and some delicious dressing. So,
1: um, I, don't, I don't know about uh, good dry turkey.
2: And every turkey is dry. I don't care who makes it, unless it's like a fried turkey. So, you know, I got. That, I got
1: that's how you're supposed to get it. You I got, got made solid, to be fried.
2: I got solid beef with the turkey. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into it so one of women's uh boxing's greatest currently is going to be fighting on november 25th at the hulu theater at madison square garden um on a and 12 it's, fight. It's
1: women's mma but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use i'm I, in this in this oh, season minute, of thankfulness i'm yeah in the season of thankfulness i'm not not gonna use the record scratches Hold, today, up, hold up. but i am gonna so, make sure that it's right in
2: all in all fairness I have I have everything switched around, so that's my apologies. I messed up. You know what? Do the record scratch. No, I, I deserve it.
1: No, I, I, that's what it. grace is. Grace is you deserve. <laughs> no, that's actually mercy. You deserve something, and and but you don't get it.
2: I'm slipping, yo, because I know this for sure. So Kayla Harrison is going to be going up against Larissa Pacheco in the PFL finale. Now, the bout Harrison is actually saying is going to be her last and her final season appearance in the PFL. Now, she stated she intends to actually move on to more of a super fight schedule in 2023. I'm excited to see what that is going to be about. Now, this is going to be the third bout between the two. And while many see this as a foregone conclusion, Uh, Larissa is talking a good game. She actually believes that due to the fact that uh, she's already lost to Kayla twice, um, that an upset is literally in the books. Now, she recently stated, I can speak assertively that I know how her game works. She beat me twice doing it. I'd find it very hard to believe that she changed her game plan for the third fight. So I feel like this is a card I have my, my sleeve up. Just knowing what to expect and being able to work around that. Voice, I mean, listen, Larissa just stated it. I see the look on your face. It's a look of disgust. Tell me what are your thoughts on that, and what do we expect from Kayla Harris in the 2023
1: album? I'm not disgusted, but, um, I mean, she has a point. Hey, she's not going to bring anything uh, new or different. The problem with that, though, is you haven't been successful in either one of those attempts. And you had a long time in the cage with her regarding that because i believe uh they fought for the championship last year if i'm not mistaken let me go back and uh and you know do my due diligence but yeah uh yeah it was the main event for the tournament championship which means it was five full rounds and you lost and the time before that it was three full rounds and you lost. Now, you haven't fought her in, what, um, almost three years now. The last time was back in 2019. And really, a lot can change in three years. Um, in 2019, Harrison was still pretty green. You know, that was like her first full season uh, in the PFL, which meant that it was her first uh, times fighting in MMA, mm-hmm. so you've given her time to get better. Like, oh, you know, not not much is going to change. A whole lot should be changing in that time frame. She's had a whole lot more fights. I uh, was getting ready uh, or signed with Bellator and then uh, got matched. So, which that leads into her whole super fight uh, statements, which is interesting because this is a pay per view by PFL. And I don't know who was in the room when they decided to come up with a price point, but it's too high. Oh, wow. Ain't nobody spending $50 for a PFL. It's
2: 12 fights though.
1: But only uh, the championship ones are on the pay-per-view.
2: Oh, okay. Well,
1: yeah, so I'm, uh, and now based on, or I should say uh, kudos to them because they've done a good job of turning over talent. Uh, The only person who's fighting Uh, or i should say the only person who can win the title for a consecutive time or even win it and have won it before is kayla harrison there'll be a brand new champion crowned in every other division so kudos to them for that some people have been there before like bubba well bubba didn't fight for the title uh but the uh one of the the like light heavyweight uh, champions are, are the heavyweight champ, or I should say, fighting for the heavyweight championship, fought for last year. But the fact that uh, the new champion will be new, that's good. And they got some good stuff on this card, I must say. Kicking off the card with uh, brother of boxing sensation, Nico Ali Walsh, uh, uh things Baggio is how you pronounce it, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali's grandson. You know, so that that is enough to, to say, hmm, you know, let, let me see what's going on. They also have a bunch of vets on the card as well that are fighting. Uh yeah, I mean, uh Dana White contends series alone, Brendan Lochney. He's fighting for the championship against Bell to a vet, Bubba Jenkins, uh Omari Akhmedov, another UFC vet fighting for the championship. Stevie Ray and Olivier Obama Mercier, both UFC vets, both fighting for uh, the championship you and, and like i said they, they got a lot of, of really good stuff going on on the card mm-hmm. uh, including former bellator champ julia Budd, uh facing off as well in a very high profile fight uh, on that card taking on uh, aspen lad who just uh, got kicked out of the ufc because she couldn't make weight so again they got some good stuff going on but I ain't spending $50 and I don't think too many other people are spending $50 and the problem with that is you want to do more pay-per-views, but this is going to this may make doing those pay-per-views difficult, which is something you're going to need to be able to do if you're talking about co-promoting
2: that's understandable so what do you, now on top of that what do you think about Kayla Harrison's comments that she's looking to make those super fights in 2023 uh, what could she be alluding to and how do you feel about her making that uh, she she,
1: uh, it, there's no uh or i should say it, it's not even a veiled illusion she's saying i want to fight cyborg that's what she's saying either give me cyborg or give me some other big name uh mm-hmm. that recently you know left either bellator or the ufc and let me fight them uh, it's highly probable that um aspen lad if she's victorious against julia Bud, that that would be a fight or even julia Bud, because that, that's been part of the knock on kayla she's defeated everyone that they put in front of her it's just that as they've done these tournaments they haven't been able to get the people that they want in front of hers they, they try to get the highest profile name put them on the opposite side of the bracket and they always wind up either losing or getting hurt so she's like forget all that yeah, I want to see me fight big fights. I want to fight big fights. So forget the tournament. Let's just make these uh fights happen.
2: Yeah, we discussed this previously, actually, on a previous episode of, of Main Card where we talked about her fighting everyone from cyborg to, to even mentioning uh Clarissa Shields. So I mean she's dominated so much. Could she possibly be making a mistake? I mean, is it better for her to remain where she is or i mean she's risking a lot with these big fights considering everyone for some reason feels like she hasn't fought as great of a competition as she should have but i mean it's like you said she's really just been so dominant that you don't really know what to
1: make of it right no it it, there's no uh it's not a mistake uh, unless you want to keep being called you know uh, somebody who hasn't been tested and these are fighters these are competitors so they want to be tested. They want to know that they're the best of the best. The only way to do that is, as Rick Flair said, to beat a man or woman. You got to beat the man or woman.
2: Ooh, there we go. Look at you uh, referencing WWF uh, Well, WWE. I'm sorry, professional wrestling. NWA,
1: WCW.
2: You're showing your age, there, boys.
1: Because hey, I do it all the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I am happy to be a a. a quote-unquote old oh, man
2: there you go sir it's just it ain't nothing but some seasoning now <laughs> now following a three-fight win streak since losing his wba junior wealth championship to josh taylor uh regis is actually looking to return to his championship ways going will be facing jose cepeda for the vacant wbc junior wealth title uh, on november 26th now the bout is going to be taking place at the dignity health sports park in carson california Here's the funny thing about this. Regis recently told The Ring that he's basically been preparing for this fight since he lost his title. He said, I haven't been a champion since 2009, so I've been training only for this specific fight to be a world champion. I stayed at 140. I've had offers to go at 147, probably to make more money, but I wanted to be a world champion again at 140. And I wanted to be a two-time world champion at 140 before I even think of anything else. Now, he's going up against Zepeda, who literally is coming off a five-win streak uh, uh, bout of his own. The only thing about Zepeda is, over the last few weeks, he's had a lot going on. I mean, uh, recently, uh, as recent as November 9th, um, he was being accused of punching a man uh, while sparring in the gym. And then uh, this Monday, uh, yesterday, actually, um, he was actually in a car accident, which he's going to be okay, and that fight's going to continue. So, boys, Both of these fighters are coming in on hot Creek. Both of these fighters want to be champions. What are we looking for in this fight and how do we feel about Regan's basically saying, even though he's won through his last three fights, that this is the fight that he's only been training for?
1: Well, as he said, he's looking to be, and he said uh, even as early as uh, today, the day that we're recording this in a press conference that he had a goal of becoming champion twice at 140 pounds, so everything he's saying, I mean, it, it really is happening. Now you said uh, 2009, but it was 19. You know, you you didn't see the. Did the I say one. 2009? It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's all no, right. I
2: don't think I said 2009. Did That's I? all right. No, run,
1: run uh, we, You can run the tape when it's all. I'm slacking today. Um, it's but yeah, he he has been looking to 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 do something, and it's been so frustrating for him and for fight fans because even though he's been fighting as a former champion the level of competition it's like dude no you you why, why are you not in the mix to to fight for a title like what what's the problem you know uh tyrone mckinnon uh eh, ivan red catch eh, juan heraldes You know, it's like, you you should be fighting bigger names. You know, you should be fighting the Ramirez's. You should be fighting the Zepeda's like he is. You should be rematching uh, with Taylor, because it's not like that was um, like it was a a runaway fight. It was a a majority decision. So, you know, why have you not gotten these fights? So finally, he's able to get it. Uh, Will he stay here? You know, who knows? I would say that uh, from an age perspective I could see why he may be eyeing uh moving to Welterweight. You know, I mean at 5'8 on paper, you know, he's not that short for uh for the weight class. But really the the telltale sign is he's 33. As is Zapata, So neither of them have a long time to be boxing anymore and this is really both of their last shot at the big time so it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, plays out you said that Zepeda um had an accident this week uh he had an accident he's got all kinds of stuff going on will his head be in there how's he going to look you know is he going to be able to redeem himself he talked about yes this is my third shot at uh and a title and, <laughs> and pro grace uh, uh, corner man was like they lied to you they lied to you Yeah, it's your third shot but you're gonna lose again but either way it goes this is his third time he only has two losses in his career yeah. what were those losses? in title bouts? so will the third time be a charm because if it's not a charm especially at 33 shit it's not much, I mean you, you can you go to 147, yeah, but if you can't beat people at 140 and below, you're gonna be somebody at 147. <laughs> you know, unless you're gonna go down in weight, which I mean that that's something too. But the older you get, you know, the, the more your grown man weight comes on, and the less likely, or I should say the much harder it becomes to go down in weight. So yeah, it it's definitely going to be interesting. It's, like, it's gonna be redemption for either fighter who is going to get the redemption we'll find that out when the bout starts
2: yeah regis, regis said you know he's, he's not oblivious to what the can do he said i feel you can hit hit me he said I he said i feel you can hit me with anything and it's not going to do anything but the main thing is is that the pay that hasn't fought a workhorse like myself it's one of my strong suits i work so hard in the training camp i kill myself and on top of that there's my hunger. I am here to become champion again. So that, that hunger is there. We're going we're gonna to see how that plays out. There's definitely going to be a great fight between those two. Uh, now, another great fight that's probably not as uh, well-meaning between these two individuals. Uh, Dillian White has stated he is looking to leave no doubt in his return to the ring since his loss to Tyson Fury. Now, if he has it his way, it won't just be a bounce back, but more of a full-blown domination when he takes on Jermaine Franklin. Now, the 12-round heavyweight clash is going to be taking place Saturday, November 26th at the Wembley Arena uh, in London. Now, the pre-fight media rounds have been kind of crazy. Is there any indication this bout is gonna be bananas. Now, Eddie Hearn actually got White worked up to a boiling point when he told uh, little known Jermaine Franklin that he'll make millions fighting Anthony Joshua next if he defeats Dillian White this Saturday in their main event. White, (laughs) who personally believes that he should actually be the one fighting Joshua if he wins stated recently uh, to Franklin. He said, okay i guarantee you that you don't see 12 rounds when pressed by white if he'll win win the fight franklin stated whether it's by points or by knockout i'm coming out victorious now boys jillian white is taking a few different losses so i'm not sure if he should be the one fighting anthony joshua even if he comes out with his win but I mean come on they, they're they both looking like they are just ready to go uh, making their meet around when they were together and Eddie Hearns it seems to just be lighting that flame even more what are your thoughts on this fight and what are your thoughts on uh, Dillian White's guarantee
1: I think he is wise to make such a guarantee because he really needs to make good on that you have an undefeated Young bull that you're facing, a undefeated fighter who has knocked out two thirds of the people that he's fought. So you ought to come in and make a statement. This is also a young fighter who's never fought outside the U.S., a young fighter who's never been on a stage and had a platform like this before. Now, granted, he was been he has been looked at as uh, the next heavyweight hope for a while. But the people he's been fighting, yeah, I mean, I I can't name any of them. I I went through his uh, resume, and, I I mean, there's really nobody there. Uh, There's uh, one guy who has the last name of Alote, but Alote in Ghana is like Smith in the U.S. It's like everybody's name Alote. So, um, you know, whether or not he's related to uh, the boxing champions of the same name, who knows um yeah so franklin is in a great spot eddie is right let him win and let him fight joshua oh yeah millions of dollars uh will be made on his behalf and obviously um dillian white wants to run that back because dillian hasn't lost much in his career only three times all three of those times has been knocked out though and um all three of them have been for some form of a championship whether interim belt like when he was knocked out by uh Alexander Povekin or full-fledged belts like when he was knocked out by AJ and then uh Tyson Fury in this last fight so yeah uh, he should be make again making those claims because he should be attempting to do that because if he is to lose to this guy who's never fought anybody mm-hmm. it's pretty much a done deal
2: now it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal and before we close out I want to get your thoughts on this so I don't know if you know this or not but uh, Franklin had been sparring with Tyson Fury recently. Mm-hmm. Also the, and, and Dylan White, for some reason, is excited about this. I know he recently, if I'm not mistaken, changed his uh, his training to uh, Buddy McGirt. So he's saying that he's mm-hmm. literally coming with something a little bit new. So, I mean, should, should he feel like he's at an advantage knowing this, or is this just smoking mirrors?
1: It's self talk, positive self talk to keep himself motivated uh, to keep himself in a position where uh, he's still a player at heavyweight Uh, anytime you switch camps that first fight is usually a little like "Eh," because you all are still feeling each other out and it's not like the fight with uh, Tyson Fury was that long ago it was this year so have you had enough time to even really implement the new wrinkles and things that Buddy brings to the table you know so that that bears watching Um, you know Franklin like I said we, we've already established who he is so uh, he really really has nothing to lose nothing at all to lose I mean he has his O to lose but if you lose your O to Dillian White is that really a loss I don't know
2: I mean, you know, like you said, Franklin, based off of what many have said, you know, yeah, he doesn't really have much behind him. At one point, he took like two years out of the ring.
1: Yeah. Um, um, Recently, I'm sorry, he was out for two years and then came back and knocked out the guy that he was fighting. But he should have knocked him out because he was 20, 21, and 2.
2: He said he actually studied a lot of Lennox Lewis during his downtime and that's what made him a better fighter and helped him develop his skills more so. It's going to be exciting, literally, to see how this plays out and what happens. Dillian White, during the media presser, after Eddie Hearns made that statement, I mean, he looked like he was ready. I mean, he even challenged Jermaine to a street fight right then and there. So, (laughs) win, lose, and draw is going to be an exciting bout uh, to see. Now, it's a short week, so, you know, we definitely got everyone prepared uh, for a great week in, in uh, combat sports before we leave out voice. I want to give you your final word to uh, give us anything else we should be looking for, anything else that we should be uh, uh, waiting to see this weekend. Uh, give us your thoughts.
1: Uh, nothing else uh, this weekend. Cause literally uh, these are the only three televised fights uh, in North America. And two of them are pay-per-view. So uh, that aspect of things. Uh, looking forward to seeing the fights that i can see um I, I do not plan on paying for anything i haven't paid for already <laughs> so um you know we'll we'll see how things work uh with that but yeah I, i'm just thankful that you all have joined us uh on the main card with his relaunch this year uh with wilder's uh thank you for reading the the articles thank you for uh engaging you know with us and we want to encourage you engage more make sure that you like subscribe and share uh this with all of your fight fan friends join us at 6 15 central time on tuesdays and chop it up with us this is my team my voice we want to hear from you and give you a voice on our platform
2: definitely it's definitely been a pleasure i remember you reaching out and being like hey Now, I know you're not big into combat sports, but I feel like you'd be great at it. Uh, It's been a pleasure over the year. Um, I'm excited for next year. I'm going to get these names down. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be perfect. know, I took some losses today, but it's all good. I appreciate you all appreciate you all for being patient and literally tuning in with us uh shout out to everyone who literally watches likes shares and subscribes uh like voice said mtmb sports uh we are a bunch of individuals who love sports we put a lot of time into this a lot of love in this so we can make sure that we bring you our thoughts because we know that you're, they're your thoughts too these are literally barbershop conversations in podcast form. we love what we do um if you get a chance definitely make sure that you visit the website uh we got articles on there uh You can find out more about everyone uh who's a part of the network and just just chop it up with us um voice has been another amazing episode i don't have anything else i'm i'm kind of i'm flubbing after calling you the flubber all all show so take us out sir
1: hey until next time everyone fight the good fight